It's a me, Mario. It's Chris Pratt. It's a you, oh. Christopher Pratt. Hey, it's me, Star Lord. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Chris Pratt will not be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be doing that. He won't be doing I that. I thought he was playing well, Mario. What voice is he going to do? I'm confused. He is then. playing Mario, but without an Italian accent. He can't just do his own voice. That's going to be <laughs> weird too. <laughs> Evidently, people have heard it and said it works. But <laughs> I love the idea that know. Chris Pratt's got some fucking thing in his back pocket where he's like, "One day I'm going to do this," <laughs> and, and people are going to be like, "That's what Mario should sound like." like <laughs> yeah. What is Chris Pratt going to do? Mm. That they I think, think he's just going to be Chris Pratt, or he's going to be the yeah, Lego say, movie it. guy. Yeah, it's going to be. What's his Lego movie voice? Uh, Chris Pratt. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there was a Mario Brothers movie, and the Mario Brothers were played by Bob Hoskins, mm-hmm. a Cockney. And he did an amazing job. A yeah. Cockney guy and uh, Mexican. Yeah. Right. I think. What's his name? Closer, uh, but not Italian. I'm still trying to work out why people are getting excited and still talking about the Mario movie. The second I found out it was animated, my care factor stopped. John Leguizamo. That's it. Something like He's that. He's American, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, his name yeah. makes him sound a little bit foreign, but I take your point, Matt. I do apologise yeah. to all Latino Americans listening. <laughs> Well, but everyone's talking about Chris Pratt not doing an Italian accent, but is Charlie Day going to do an Italian accent as Luigi? Well, if no one's brothers, asking that. Aren't they sort of going to have to sort of sound the same? Chris Pratt and Charlie like, Day are brothers? Same accent? Charlie Day. I mean, he's um, only one step down from Bobcat Goldthwait, really. I was going to say. Charlie. Like, <laughs> you don't get Charlie Day if you want. It to not sound like Charlie Day. <laughs> Something straight. I, I would yeah, imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's very distinctive. Although voice. there are different levels of Charlie Day. I feel like he's fairly recognizable, though. Has he done voice acting before? I don't know that he has. I mean, I don't know him from. No, oh, I can't he was think- in. He's in Always Sunny, obviously. He's in Pacific Rim. What else has Charlie Day done? He uh, was in that band. He was in that band movie by uh, Louis C.K., where Louis C.K. Oh. tries to have sex with his daughter's friends. He was in Fist Fight. He was in and he played a pretty much version of Charlie Day in that movie. Okay. Okay. I'm not not poo pooing Charlie Day. I love Charlie Day, but he's got a niche. <laughs> he you certainly know? does in a good way. He was he was the best thing about Pacific Rim, if you ask me. <laughs> that was a great movie. I love it. That. Wasn't I a great movie. Well. It, uh, you could like it all you want. It's not a I great like movie. Big robots fighting big monsters. Yeah, see, that sounds good. That sounds very good. And yet somehow it wasn't. Even the music, I love the music. I purchased both of them. I wanted them to make the third one. I left to go to the bathroom during that movie and really had to force myself to go back in. (laughs) (laughs) To the bathroom? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what's going on in here? (laughs) After what I'd done in there earlier, I really had to force myself. (laughs) All right, so I, I honestly, I just can't wait to see what the fuck this movie is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm still just going, I have no interest and I'm not going to see this movie. You are going to see it. 100, you're going to no. see it. Everyone's making a big fuss about this. My guess is that it's not going to be that interesting. It's going to be Chris Pratt doing his voice. He's just going to mm-hmm. be talking and it'll be Mario. You're probably right, Luke. There's probably something that's going to be straight to Netflix. Uh, yeah, like I was excited when I thought it was going to be like a live action movie but the second yeah. i found it animated just interest gone yeah and we're probably not the target audience for it oh we should be no we shouldn't be it's we're not the target audience for anything anymore we're over no. 40 now <laughs> yeah just just hurry dune. up and die and let the the youth get what they want i think dune were the target audience for oh perhaps yeah yeah and maybe ridley scott's two new tv shows <laughs> yeah I got called an old man today by Huey because I referred to the balustrade alongside mm. our stairs. And she's like, balustrade? How old are you? Wait, what is it called Yeah, now? sorry, I'm siding with her on that. What do the kids call them? Um, the they railing, I think we just, decided. Just, is just probably the... They just, they just don't... don't it. Yeah, it's just Actually, never... They it rarely just, comes up. Just refer to the whole thing as just yeah, the, the stairs. stairs. Mm. <laughs> 
See, we're yeah, a year we're... older. See, I can tell that Matt agrees with me, and it's because we're yeah. the same age. And Luke, whilst only a year younger, I think still that year is still making a difference at this stage. Yeah, but he he longs to be younger. He's he like, yep. <laughs> he's. I mean, listeners, if you could see Anything him right now, he's younger. got pink hair and he's drinking a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Anything he can do to appear younger, Luke will. I'm trying. <laughs> so yeah, so, you, you did mention Ridley Scott. There's a, a few Ridley Scott pieces in news this week. One of them is yes, two new TV shows. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know how involved he is. Uh, I I should be more excited about both of these TV shows mm-hmm. than I am. But Ridley Scott, yeah, but uh, hit and miss these days. I think it's time for him to retire. Honestly. I think let his name be on stuff and then just walk away. I'm I'm interested in seeing the last duel. I'll watch that. I have yes. literally no interest in the other movie he's got coming out right now. Literally What's none. The last duel. The last duel is a it's a historical film about uh, yeah. It's a prequel boring. to the Goodwill Hunting, as far as I can tell. <laughs> boring. <laughs> woman gets accused of out. rape. Sorry, woman accuses a, a lord of rape or of raping her or something like that, and then her husband. Uncharacteristically for the time Says I believe you Actually I believe you did rape you Because back then Usually people <laughs> mm-hmm. just used to go Now nah, she wanted it And then everybody Shut goes, up Yeah she probably did Yeah woman. Yeah yeah, did. yeah And if she didn't Witch Burner <laughs> Yeah that's right So uncharacteristically The guy believed her And then had challenged the guy to a duel That's what it's about mm, okay. True story Interesting apparently. Yeah, which is one of the things That's working against it I mean it's a true story It's historical fiction Um of course, Ridley doesn't want to admit that that's why no one went and saw it. It made less than $20,000 off a $100 million, sorry, less than $20 million off a $100 million budget. Yeah. Um, but have you heard um, why he thinks mm. that is? Phones. Yeah, phones. Who does the best David Ridley Lynch. Scott voice after, out of all of us? Matt, it's I you. Do, do. do I? Five. I think you, you you do quite quite a good Ridley Scott. That's been a while. I think what it boils down to, what we've got today, are the audiences that were brought up on these fucking cell phones. The millennials don't even want to be taught anything unless it's told to them on a cell phone. You know, I think what we're dealing with right now is Facebook. Um, hmm. What are they being taught in his movie? Well, A, I'm not sure millennials are the target audience for this historical fiction about... <laughs> Right. I think he's the target audience for this. I think it's, it's, it's Ridley Scott forgotten that there's a fucking pandemic on, for starters, and <laughs> you really, really got to convince people to go see a movie right now, right? Mm, mm-hmm. And no offense to him, The Last Duel, I think it looks pretty cool, but even to but me, it's not a, yeah. even it's to not me, a go who, to the movies. I'm movie. excited to watch it. I'm not going to go to the movies and watch it. Yeah. Me I'll neither. watch it no, when, when I can. I, I think it's you know? just a case of these yeah. like these people who've made movies for so long that they still see the cinema as something else, whereas what the world sees it now is that's where you go and watch your fun stuff, fight yeah. stuff, blows up stuff, yeah. and then the stuff where you want to think and sit down and watch a movie instead of experiencing yeah. it is you watch on television. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have no faith that Ridley Scott knows why his movies are, are or aren't successful anymore because he said this nonsense about it was Alien Covenant and Prometheus mm-hmm. where he, he said something about that no one cares about the alien anymore. I made Prometheus, people said the alien wasn't in it, so I made a movie and put the alien in it. Only in like Aliens. It. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, it's, like you, it's not. You can't you, just put the alien. It in wasn't the, movie. the alien? Yeah. Like you missed the bark. Like what people got excited for at the end of Prometheus was this story about going to find the makers and all this stuff. Yeah, all the creators. No, and then no. you just glanced over not in and it. Went, nah, don't alien. worry about that. It's, it's a like, new alien. He doesn't. He doesn't get it but anymore. Like, it's Alien One again, but in on I, land. I don't understand. I put the alien in this movie, and people mm. still didn't like it. That's all he wanted. Yeah, Larry is. He's on the screen right now. What's the problem? Like, that's. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't he's know. killing I don't know dozens of unnamed characters. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know what's happened to. Ridley yeah, Scott. I think it's time that he just retires. Yeah, well, his other movie is called House of Gucci, and it's also a true oh, story. Oh, that. Yeah, I yeah. actually forgot that was his, but yeah, that's with uh, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And Jared. Is Leto. he hands hands on with these, or is he like? With Lady Gaga. I mean, I hope not. <laughs> oh, no, I would love it. I would love it if Ridley came out and was like, I oh, fucked her. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked over yeah. a thousand women at this point. Yeah. In my career. Yeah. Let's just say mm. she kept a poker face on while I fucked her. <laughs> but Is yeah, he known for his, he... his little one-liners? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say for fucking pop stars. <laughs> Uh, Who has Ridley Scott fucked? I bet at least back in the day. No, I mean he's been married for a million years. He had um, he had a wife and kids when he made his first film. And he's so a, maybe, I mean, no, no offense. He's a bit odd looking, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, he's very he's very charismatic. He's very confident. Yeah, that's fair. That's, yeah, that's you know? yeah, There's a lack for confidence for sure. Mm. Yeah, but he reminds me of, of uh, David Lynch in this in this most recent yeah. tirade with <laughs> yeah. David Lynch. That is, you're gonna watch a movie on your fucking cell phone. Yeah, yeah, but it's a different type of like old man rant because David Lynch yeah. thinks we're all watching movies on it. We're just sitting around watching movies on our cell yeah, phones. Like he was just lamenting films. the fact that uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was just and Ridley thinks that just we're, we're all on Facebook instead of going to the movies. No, we're all going to see Shang Chi instead of what, what the last duel or whatever. I watched Shang Chi finally this week. Oh yeah, fucking you watched that excellent movie. movie? Yeah, it's fucking it awesome. That's why yeah. that's one of my top Marvel movies at this point. Yeah, it's it's up there with any of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tell you what I liked one one, and and I noted this, and I was like, I like that. Some small spoilers, I guess. But there's like a battle, but it's not like a million people in it. It's not like nope. yeah, yeah. Like five or six cars pull up, and the guys get out, and then they all have a, have a fight, and it was it was yeah. fucking great and engaging, and it wasn't just overwhelming schlock. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. enjoyed it, and there was no big blue sky beam. Not anywhere in the movie. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Yeah, great movie. But the stakes still felt really high. Yes. You know? Like, yeah. you don't yeah, need yeah. fucking the whole planet to be in danger. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it was. Yeah, it but was. but mostly it was just one dude and his dad. Well, yes. Also, spoilers, I guess. But, you know, just I think personal you know stakes are important too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Great. Oh, and f- oh, just great action sequences. and Great action. Great fights. Great combination of, Good characters. Uh, of, of a style of film that I, I enjoy, you know, like that kind of um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind mm-hmm. of, you know, Asian yep. martial arts cinema. Love Wuja. that stuff. Yeah. Love that stuff. Combined with Marvel stuff. Oh, and yep. fucking yep. Trevor's back. Thank God for, for that. <laughs> Who? Ben Kingsley. Trevor. Oh. (laughs) And even better. That's a weird horse. Even better than he was in Iron Man 3. That's a weird horse. Why is it looking at me? (laughs) (laughs) So funny. So good. Yeah, he was excellent. He was absolutely excellent. No, they need to make another one of that. I'll happily see a sequel to that. Or just more of those characters. You know who, just to tie this all back, you know who doesn't like the Marvel movies? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise me. Yeah. The only one he likes is Joker. And I do like Joker. I thought that was yeah. excellent. I wouldn't so. call that a superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, right. And not just because the Joker's like the bad guy. I just, it's not, it's not that same tone. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, Ridley has said that the Marvel movies are, and I quote, fucking boring as shit. <laughs> Don't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Yeah, but he's also, he also goes on to say this, the scripts are no fucking good. I've done three great scripted superhero movies, Alien, Gladiator, and Blade Runner. Mm, not sure any of those are superhero movies. I, the, the, there's this trend of oldie, oldie timey, not oldie timey, but you know what I mean, older filmmakers poo-pooing mm. the Marvel movies because I think they just don't get it and that's fine. Yeah. But they're yeah. not boring, Ridley. Come on, mate. Like, they're just, they're different. If you don't like it, that's fine, but yeah, come on, you're talking yeah. out your ass. But here's the thing. Hollywood has always been about spectacle. Like, it's yes. not like these are the first ever blockbusters. And in fact, yeah. if anything, these are the first ones in a long time that are consistently good. Mm. Has James like, Cameron there's a couple that aren't said anything bad about Marvel movies? Because I feel like he, he probably gets them. 
Yeah, probably. But I think it's probably underwater. He was all about this shit. If you look at, like, especially with the Marvel, <laughs> like, they've TV's got all, of, all yeah. these different movies with all the story tying into each other and then feeding off and yeah. leading into the next one. Like, that's a I bet huge he doesn't even thing know to about do. That. Really, Scott doesn't Whereas even know about you that. You struggled with Prometheus <laughs> yeah. and Alien Covenant. Yeah. You left one out. <laughs> Two movies. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know a goddamn thing about any of that, Luke. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. And then they hired Alan Dean Foster to write the book that came in between and it was just about the people boarding the ship ready to go to the fucking planet. <laughs> oh, so I'm still the f- not the story we Yeah, want. it's called Alien Covenant Origins and I'm like, finally. No, it's about the people getting ready to get on the Covenant. <laughs> what? I'm like, any time now, any time just- now. I'm in the last chapter going... I'm not going to get this story, am I? I just don't get it for some reason. Yeah, look, Joker's good. Uh, I mean, if he doesn't like him, that's fine. I just, what is it? Why do you have to come out and like make these ridiculous yeah. statements? Like, why can't you just yeah. say, oh, I'm not, they're not, not for me? Like, no. Yeah. It's honestly, God, to, 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 which Kevin Car- to which Kevin Feige might reply, yeah, we don't make them for guys pushing 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But you know, no, if they yeah, come I, out and go, that's ah, fucking boring, it's horse shit, it's garbage, <laughs> nothing good about it. Like, you sound like a mm-hmm. fool. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I just, yeah, the cinema has just moved on and it's time for you to accept that fact and either grow with it. Yes. Or, or be satisfied that he wants to make movies like The Last Duel and that mm. a handful of people are going to watch them and probably really like them because I'm sure it's he knows how to make a fucking movie. So I'm yeah, sure it's going to yeah. be good. But he's going to have to make them on smaller budgets. I, because they're yeah. not going to make the hundreds of millions of dollars that the Marvel movies and are making. And maybe get away from it has to be on the big screen and mm. understand that people were watching stuff at home and people's home setups aren't like they used to be Yeah, I can understand, years ago. Like, because I, I feel like, you know, Dune, right, on the big screen is amazing and I feel like mm. it, it, it wouldn't have been what it was if they hadn't been thinking about putting it on the big screen you know what i mean like you mm. think about it differently yeah like, but the last jewel maybe like but well, i, I, seen seen I started oh. watching the foundation today i've watched oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. only one episode oh, and it is i've only seen one as well as beautiful and epic yeah. as any feature sci-fi film i've ever seen that's a very good point yeah that's mm. the, and it beautiful. was always intended to be watched and I actually screen. think with yeah, television, you can actually get, you can focus more on story because you're not sort of contained to that hour and a half, two hours. You can actually yeah. go, oh, sorry, we need four hours, so we'll split this up, or we yeah. need ten hours, and you got this time to mm. to do something mm-hmm. instead of. Well, that brings us full circle to what we started with, which is his new TV shows he's announced. So yes. maybe, maybe, maybe he gets it. Probably. Did not. we say what so they were? No, Alien <laughs> and Blade mm-hmm. Runner and getting TV series. now. There's been a lot of alien films, and yes. not all of them have been good. Um, no. <laughs> a lot of them have been, yeah. but <sighs> some of them I like, the others don't. That's fine. Mm. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know where in the timeline this is going to be set. Mm. Well, the timeline doesn't actually make any sense anyway. <laughs> True. Yeah, plus I assume this is only going to be related to the ones that he right. is championing be, because to yeah, him alien the only and, ones that are canon are Alien and his two prequels. Yeah. Mm. Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Yeah. yeah. So this will probably be about some boring aspect of the Alien movies. <laughs> Not the bit that There'll definitely be aliens in them. We'll, we'll know that. Imagine they announced that the Alien TV series, actually it's about uh, Numi Rapace's character and, uh, and David as they, they head off. It's yeah. actually it's it reset. Ten, ten hours of it's just a, yeah, that it's trip a new they're sequel taking. To, to Prometheus. We're doing a reset. Mm-hmm. Alien Co- Imagine they announced that. <laughs> yeah. And in the Blade Runner TV series, I don't know what that's going to be. I know there's an anime one actually out that I'm interested to it's watch. It's out at the moment and I've I've uh, I've looked at it but I, I haven't watched it See, yet. Uh, to me it could actually work if Oh, absolutely. You ju- if you yeah, yeah. especially if you go back to like the the era of the original Blade Runner. Yeah. And just, just have story Blade Runners world. out there doing their job. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of stories you could tell in that world for mm. sure. I I'm probably looking more f- 
forward to that one more than I am the alien one. Mm. Yeah. Also, if you're listening, Ridley, you might be, or whoever, whoever's the showrunner on this, right? It doesn't have to just be the same story of the Blade Runner, the movie, but in a TV show. Just, no. just putting that out there. You can yes. borrow little bits make and pieces. A, make them like but- Law and Order SVU and Blade Runner combined. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Fucking episodic serial. Yep. Fucking yep. Blade Runner show. I'd watch that. I'd watch the I'd hell watch out that. of that. Just every episode he's got to track down another replicant. Yeah, make shows like That's that done some other crazy crime. Yeah, like 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 Buffy kind of angel, you know, mm. episodic. Where, where yeah, you can skip a few episodes and still... Do they make those You're anymore? not missing out on anything. Those kind of shows. They don't need to make those, and the reason is because you, they used to have to make TV series like that because if you uh, didn't watch them, you were fucked. But now... Yeah. You can just watch them anytime. But evidently in the new Star Trek one, the one they're making of the Enterprise. Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. Mm. That's meant to be going back to that more. I will watch that. Hey, I will this, check that this, out. This time we're on this planet and this crazy stuff's happening and next week we're on that planet type And of it's thing. got Pike in it, right? That guy's playing Pike? Yep. Yeah, oh, he's okay. Good. He's good. Just to mm. tie this back to even something we were talking about off air before we hit record... Mm. Foundation, the first episode, was directed yes. by Rupert Sanders, who directed the live-action trailer for Halo ODST. Oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Mm. Huh. I'm going to have to watch Foundation. Yeah, it's excellent. Good. So far, it's yeah. very good. And Yeah, like you said, it's beautiful. Like, just yeah. grand, epic sci-fi. I tried to watch Wheel of Time, and full oh. disclosure... I, I didn't like the books, but I okay. thought maybe they were going to do something interesting with the series. Um, but no, they didn't. It, it looks like a bunch of really beautiful models in cosplay standing outside and trying to reenact a <laughs> fantasy scenario. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I if they were hoping this was going to be the the new Game of Thrones, they're, they're wrong. I've been watching the the Dexter. Oh, how the, is know, that? New season, Dexter the New Blood. Yeah. So far, it's the good. New. It's familiar. Uh, you know, yeah, it's good. It's a good follow-on. I think so far, if this is like a having another go at wrapping everything up, I'm I'm okay with it. It's okay. certainly, I mean, it's, yeah, it's good so far. Hard mm-hmm, to say, mm-hmm. I guess, because it's only three Look, Dexter in, at its best good was so excellent. Yeah. I mean, it's different. Obviously, they're allowing for the fact that it's been, what was it, 10 years or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, he's older, stuff happens that's related to the fact that it's been 10 years. So it's good. There's a couple of those. Matt, did you watch the Deadwood movie? No, I've got to watch that. The Deadwood movie was very good, but it's disappointing because it's also, it's been 10 years since the last episode of Deadwood. Here's a movie Mm. that's just like another episode of the series, except after two hours, it stops because a movie is only two hours long. And you're like, well, why is this a movie? Why isn't this just the start of the, yeah. you know, season four of Deadwood? And but the I same thing. also due to like, having trouble getting people to come back because, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you're right. But also, I mean, there was probably a reason why it was cancelled in the first place. I mean, it was an amazing show, but I don't think it had a huge broad appeal. Mm. But the other one that I watched recently, actually, it's a, it's a prequel. I watched The Many Saints of Newark which is the prequel series to The Sopranos. Oh, okay. That no one was asking for. The Sopranos mm. is, is excellent. Oh, I know. And if you, I, if I, you don't watch it because you don't like things about gangsters, it's, it's, <laughs> it's much more than that. Um, I hate Italians. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't what the show was about, was it? Like that was about Italy. him dealing with. No, it it, it, <laughs> it just wasn't about him just being Italian. Um, <laughs> it, this, no, yeah, the, the, it started Chris the, Pratt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as James Gandolfini. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's a it's about what if what if the what if the head of the mafia was suffering from anxiety and had to go to therapy? Yeah, and, and was telling his therapist everything and uh, was kind of having to reflect on who he was and how he was mm. as a father and a role model to his kids and all of these things. Yep. It, it, it was very good, very top-tier drama. Yeah. But this movie was like, why? Why bother? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, this, this Dexter is like, I think it, it benefits a bit from, I think the fact that it has been a while so that it can, because it, it, it feels very familiar. So they're kind of relying on the nostalgia a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil anything, but obviously he's, we know that he moved to a little town because you saw that at the end of previous one and you've seen the trailer. So he's moved to this little town. And, and uh, you've been in that little town. I have, I have been to that town. Yeah, actually, I've got some photos of, of where he and Clancy Brown had a little interaction the other day in the show. Like, oh, oh, Clancy Brown. Very nice. Yeah, Clancy Brown's in this. And so basically it's, it's, he's, he's moved away. He's changed his name. He's living in this little town and some stuff starts to catch up with him. And that's basically mm. what it's about. And then he creates some problems for himself because it's been a long time and he's sloppy. Okay. Very that does sound good. That does sound good. Yeah. I probably still won't watch it. Have you watched any of the others, Dexter? No. No, I probably don't then. The problem with Dexter is that all the great characters can't come back. Yes. Because they're all dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They kill off characters like it's going out of style, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like maybe you might like it, Luke. I don't know. It might be a bit dark for Uh, you. no, it's not the dark Dexter's part. It's fun. Just a, it's a, too much. Start at like the just, start if you, you want to watch it. only five seasons you watched, of it. Yeah, first uh, four seasons, brilliant. And then after that, mm. if, you, if you still like it, keep watching. It was all right. It's just too Yeah. But season the season, four was the Season peak. three was, I think, was Jimmy Smith's, right? Season three. Yeah. Miguel And it Carlos. was great. And yeah. then they topped it even with season four with- um, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah. The Trinity Killer. Fucking so good. There's one of those examples of a show where you already like it and then mm. in the f- mm. like four years in, they're like, oh, you think this is good? Well, yeah. fucking cop this. Well, actually, it was just Thanksgiving here and uh, that's that's my favourite episode is that Thanksgiving episode oh. of season four mm-hmm. with John Lithgow. <sighs> fucking hell. Terrifying man. Speaking of another show that I started watching more as a guilty pleasure than anything else, but that it actually got really good as it went on, is Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I, I like Dan Brown's books. I think, hmm. you know, he cops a lot, a lot of flat, a lot of flat, a lot of flack for yeah. just kind of being, you know, a kind of pulp author. But actually, I think his books are interesting and, and Dan Brown's obsessions which of, of like kind of biblical symbology and classical yeah. art and all this stuff is stuff I'm interested in. So I like, I like his books. And this, um, this book is basically just a, a, this series is a, an amalgam of just all the cool stuff from all of his books, just rolled all together mm-hmm. into a series, but yeah, just good, good adventure mystery. Doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. You know, just cool stuff in a show. Yeah. yeah like recommend poo poo Dan Brown. Cause like the Da Vinci code was, they were like, oh, it's just a bunch of stuff that he smushed together. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fiction. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yep. He took a bunch of, of, of nonfiction stuff and mm. smushed them together into a fictional story and then, yeah. like, juiced it and up a bit. people liked it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't think Dan Brown gives a shit whether you, whether no, you, that's right. one yeah. versus however. He's not going to climb people. down off of his pile of money to debate you <laughs> on whether or not it looks good or not. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> If you want to read uh, Holy Blood, Holy Grail instead, go ahead. Yes, tell you, exactly. It's a lot drier than fucking The Da Vinci Code is. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it's even questionable. It's incredibly questionable. And it's not, it's, it's nonfiction in yes. quotes. You know but what I mean? it's religious nonfiction. So it yeah. relies on, I mean, we'd have to go into it, but it's, yeah. It's Old not. people in churches in Europe that say they've got relics. Right, yeah. It leans on yeah. a lot of uh, like myths and legends, not the right word. It's the right theme for mm. what I mean, but just stories. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't like myths and legends? <laughs> no. You don't like Perseus? No. No? Not at all? No. No. Not an evening Clash of the Titans? Did you like that movie? I did when I was young. I don't think I could watch it again now. They no. did remake Perseus and his name's Percy Jackson. Do you like that? No, <laughs> Is that I did true not. or did you just make that up? <laughs> no, that's true. I found that Wait, out really? recently. Wait, yeah, Percy Jackson, Percy Jackson is the story is Perseus? of Perseus. Correct. Huh. Yeah. Is that the one that Eli Roth directed that I was 
Shocked to find out that he he's doing kids' movies as well now. I don't know, but I did watch Eli Roth's Clocks in the Walls or whatever it is oh, yeah. and was shocked that it was a kids' comedy starring Jack Black and not at all an <laughs> Eli Roth grotesque horror movie. Uh, no, I'm wrong, by the way. Percy Jackson, the first one, was directed by uh, Chris Columbus, who did The Mummy. Oh, okay. The, the Brennan Fraser Mummy. And uh, the good Harry Potter movies. And Home Alone. Did you know they there, remade there are... Home Alone? That oh, I, I did know one. that. Yeah, but the kid from... Uh... No, it's a complete remake. It's the exact story Rowe, of right? Home Alone. Hang on. Did oh, this guy do That's not the new one then. There's one that's on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, that, that's not a remake. That's a, that's, a, that's a different movie. It's not robbers coming in. It's, no, but it is. It's, it's, but, but it's, no, 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 it's, it's not. But they're not... It. Yeah, but they're not robbers, but they're still... It's the exact storyline, but it's just a husband and yeah. wife breaking into his house. Yeah, it's just another Home Alone. There's been lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> Have there? Home Alone 3 and 4? Yeah, there's been a lot of Home Alone movies. Jesus. You know, did this guy do The Mummy? Did I make that up? Because I'm looking at his, his, his filmography and he maybe didn't. So I'll, I'll retract my earlier statement where I said that he directed The Mummy. Let me find out who directed The Mummy. Stephen Summers. Stephen Summers, Chris Columbus. There you go. That's the problem. Alliterative names confuse me, I guess. Stephen Summers is pretty much, oh, okay, Van Helsing, straight after oh, the mummy, and then nothing. Yeah. So that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> mm. Oh, speaking of TV series, there's not a lot of meat to this story, but I think it might as well mention it. Uh, Amazon might be developing or want to develop a Mass Effect TV series. Um, this is a terrible idea and they should not do it. Why is that? Well, even a lot of the people who worked at Bioware and the writer stuff are going like, no, because the whole thing about Mass Effect is, well, even to start with, are you having a, if they're going to focus on Shepard, are you having a male Shep or a femme Shep? Well, my you, guess is that they won't do either. And a good yeah. Shep, bad Shep. It'll just be, you would. it'll be a new story set just in the world. Surely. Yeah, I didn't. I did not in any way assume they'd just be adapting the games. Oh, I, that's what that was. What the way I thought. That yeah, they would do. Luke might be right. Actually, I mean, if you're if you're pitching something to a studio, they're going to go original story. I don't know, man. Yeah. Isn't there already a story we can do? Mm. Well, I agree. If it's just the game turned into a TV series, like the same story, then no. I, I was thinking more just, you know, a, a TV series set in the world of Mass Effect. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Yeah, but no, they'll bring the Reapers in and... Well, that's fine as well because that's part but of yeah, the world. No. As long as it's... Yeah, Look, but I guess what I'm saying is no, don't do Command, Commander Shepard because... They yes. could do, You have to stay away from Shepard. It could be a prequel. They could do us discovering yeah. the Mass Relay oh, and having, and having the wall. Yeah. yeah having the wall yeah. with... Yeah. Yeah. That could be interesting. That I could see, but, yeah, I just, for some reason, I just have a feeling they're going to try and take the easy route. But that could also be a good, mm. a good in for people who haven't played the games too because it wouldn't, you wouldn't have to have any knowledge or... That's a good point because a lot of world building mm. would have to happen. Mm. But, yeah, have, have mm. the first contact walls. Mm. I think that's what they were called. Yeah, I... So, I mean, it could be good. Imagine, okay. imagine they made it exactly like it. the games and, and, and then the whole first series was just them driving around in that little car. Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Best yeah. part of all three games. <laughs> I mean, people are making a big deal about the fact that it's Amazon making it. Like, it actually doesn't really matter who's paying for it. It's, it's the, the individual, like the, the team itself. And that Amazon could be makes some anybody. good shows, man. Amazon That's did... Um, well, if you look, Amazon made the watch, and now yeah, yeah. they no, no, now no, start selling that around. I'm just saying, I actually well, just saw that on stand now. They're doing the new expanse too. I, I mean, yeah. all I'm saying is, Amazon. It's not Jeff Bezos isn't going to direct the fucking show. They're just, oh, Amazon's I see what just going to pay a bunch Everyone's, of filmmakers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if they get the right filmmakers, mm. it doesn't really matter who's paying for it. Also, if we're going to fucking, if we're going to get into it, Jeff Bezos is the most, is the yes. person who's been into space the That's most right. out of anyone. So yeah. you know. He's the most qualified. That's true. Uh, I, so I, I don't count that one. You don't count? I don't count the up and down stuff. That, tri- no. that trip up to the stratosphere and back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to the moon or something, do you? Like that's why when, when um, 
William Shatner got to go up and he went on that one. That one, I just don't, I don't I don't count that one as going to space. <laughs> I like knowing that William Shatner I mean, went he, to space. He did go to space. He did, but that's just you go I up in a big penis, you go up, you come back down. I think you got I love a that bit photo more of him that. looking out the window with that, <laughs> that look on his face. So oh, funny. you should see um, space deniers and flat earthers are saying. That that's space all fake denies. because if it really was, if William Shatner did go to space, he wouldn't just be sitting there looking out a window. He'd get his camera out and be taking photos. So like, well, I mean, no. someone is taking a picture of him. There's a lot yeah, of like, there's a lot of photos of this. Filmed. Why would you get your photo or camera out and film it when you could just look out the window? I'm I'm I don't know William Shatner, but I'm pretty sure. I can safely say he's not the kind of guy who just whips his fucking iPhone out to take photos of things. Like, will it, no. like, like he's not a millennial. No. I also I hope, think- just because I, I like the drama, I hope, like, Elon or someone else takes George Takei, like, higher up into space. <laughs> well, does the one that does the, that goes around the, the Yeah, just the because Earth. Shatner like- would fucking hate that. He'd say he doesn't, though. Yeah. Just so, William, yeah. Just so George Takei could look out the window and go, oh, my. <laughs> did they shoot Leonard Nimoy into space like they did to Spock? I in- think they did, didn't they? I was joking. Did they? <laughs> oh, they they shot have. Hunter S. Thompson up in a rocket. I know they That's shot right. someone. Johnny Depp paid for that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that didn't go into space. It just went up above Johnny Depp's property. <laughs> and now it smashed into someone's house. <laughs> Luke. Yes. This is probably not in your wheelhouse, but have you played Battlefield 2042? I have. I played, oh. I think, like three games of it and then uninstalled it. Because mm, it was garbage? Think? I was going to say, it I mean, terrible. what you thought was implied in what you just said, but I, am, I just wanted to <laughs> yeah. nail that down. What did you think of mm-hmm. it? Look, I knew I wasn't going to love the game and I was just happy that I got, like, with uh, Game Pass, I got, like, a 10-hour trial because uh, it's multiplayer only. Mm-hmm. So you can try so, and grab as many achievements yeah. as you could and then run so away. So, look, yeah. I mean, A, it's not the kind of game you would likely pay much attention to anyway, but, so, but even as but what it is. getting achievements and sometimes it can be a bit of fun throwing in a game and playing a bit of multiplayer, but this was just terrible. Okay. It was, yeah. felt slow. Mm. Okay. Uh, You're not the only one who thinks waiting that. And <laughs> no, it's got some bugs, and, apparently. And I'm sort of, you can't, for a game that's completely multiplayer, you can't release it with multiplayer being that buggy. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you had like a single player component as well and you had the multiplayer, you can go, multiplayer, it's a bit buggy, but we're working on that. You still got your single player, but no, not. They, they screwed themselves on this. Video Game Donkey did a great little, uh, uh, he combined the the trailer footage with actual footage from the game. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, one of the worst reviewed games on Steam currently because mm. when it's this high profile a title, you can't really afford to screw it up as badly as this apparently yeah. has been screwed up. So. Yeah, and it's sort of weird. Like, I don't understand why they didn't, hold off on releasing this going, like, we're not ready. I mean, you could say that about just about any game that's come out in the last year. Yeah, no, but they're starting to hold back on games. Like, Halo's done it, and Mm -hmm. they've just released a multiplayer for that, and that's people are loving it. Yeah, I've heard that's quite good. It's a throwback, sort of, with some new stuff. I've not played that, obviously, because it's Halo, and I don't care about Halo. Mm. Whereas I do a little bit. You've always been a Halo fan. I always have been, but this might be the last Battlefield game we see for a while. Yeah, they'll definitely try and polish them more. Well, probably not, actually. It's EA. Get it out the door. Yeah, I still just I mean, you say that's not just EA, man. I mean, CD Projekt Red came out this week and were like, you know, when (laughs) when Cyberpunk's finished, I think you're going to really love it. Yeah, I will. People are actually, it's actually now finally got positive reviews. Yeah, Yeah, after being out for a (laughs) year. It's a fucking great (laughs) game. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's a great game. And as, I, th- as I said, even from the start, if they had have just not released it on PlayStation 4 and yep. Xbox One, yep. would have been fine. Well, yeah. I also think, Luke, you're right with your general theory. They should stop announcing games before mm-hmm. they're ready. Like they should yeah. just shut up about it 
and then just be like, <laughs> when it is ready, then just hold a press conference and go, here's a game, a have a look, it's coming out next week. I you think, don't need to have the months of advertising for this stuff anymore. Yeah, I, I think all of this boils down to the developers versus the the suits. Yeah, because I mm, guarantee definitely. it's the suits that said we should announce this game and build some hype ten years ago mm-hmm. whenever the fuck Cyberpunk was announced, and then it was also them that said, uh, "Let's just release it now; it'll we're be fine." S- yeah, we're still going to release it, even though developers and testers would have all been going. This yeah. game is unplayable. You can even though you begged this. us eight years ago not to announce it yet, we did announce it, and so now we mm-hmm. have to release it now, even though it's not ready. So, yep, that's just the way it is. Silly, and that needs to stop. Like, I, there's nothing wrong with announcing game a long time in advance, but then I think really need to get away from the like even a year beforehand going. It's going to release on this date. It should very much be a. We're ready. Mm-hmm. Second, we are ready. Then we announce it's coming out next week. Well, we talked last week about um, how we couldn't really tell which ones were the before or after pictures with the um, GTA remastered. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so Rockstar have actually had to come out and issue an apology saying, yeah, we know this and is I shit. To me, I, I don't think they're shit. I think it comes down to marketing. Mm. Really, and the way people, I think people thought they were getting a remake, a remastered, a remake. Yeah, mm. but it's not. It's just and kind of smoothed they're over. They're not. They're smoothed over, and the, as I said, they fixed the controls. The controls are very are great, mm. and yeah, like it's not. It's still got issues, and it's, of course, it's going to have issues. It's a game from what twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, but they thought it was going to look like Red Dead Two. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that it's marketing. Yeah. Calling it the remaster and or they didn't. They called it the definitive edition. Yeah. Mm. I know, but so the press call is still remaster. calling it the remaster. Remaster. That's, and yeah. that's yeah, that's the problem. People Not thought they remaster. were getting mm. yeah. yeah. No, you're getting a prettier game. Yeah, it's a re release. Yeah. And you can actually play it again now. Because, yeah. Yeah. With some plaster over the bits <laughs> that and so I'm hot. actually looking forward to it. I'm going to start playing Vice City this week, which is my Does that mean you finished game? three? No, I just... You're just moving on. It's, yeah. it's not forgiving. I have never played all the way through a... I think actually I could probably say... Oh, no, that's not true. Red Dead I did play through. I was going to say a Rockstar game. Oh. I've never played through a GTA game. Oh, it's GTA three is just not forgiving. It's uh no. hi, oh you you got a bit you stopped paying attention at the very end of this mission and you died. Mm. Oh okay, go back to the start. Yeah. There's no checkpoints or anything. It's either you restart the entire mission or you die, lose all your weapons and do something else. I don't think I've played through an entire GTA either, man. Mm. I have played through an entire Rockstar game because I played through the entire first Red Dead. Yeah, same. Yeah, I've played through every single GTA. Some of them more than once. I played all the Red Deads. I played Bully. Yes. Yeah, oh, Bully! So good. Rockstar. You um, played Max Bully Payne. at a party <laughs> at our house. <laughs> <laughs> While everyone else yeah, was having I, a party, that's true. Luke was just playing Bully. <laughs> yeah, I was having fun. <laughs> it was Those a good fucking game. mini games in Bully is why I stopped playing it. Yeah, that's right. That, that's what, yeah, you, yeah, I think you were trying to get past all the mini games for us. Yeah. Well, for, mm. for, not for me, for Dan. I never played for Bully. me. Yep. Mm. Oh, Bully was fun. Bully was really fun. They do need to make a just, sequel. Just stop making GTA 5. <laughs> I'm over <laughs> GTA 5. <laughs> Speaking of remakes, are you mm. guys aware that there's footage of Jason Momoa as the crow? I knew he'd, he'd, like, done something as the crow. I didn't they know did there was screen footage. test. So this is not, like... Right, okay. They're not... They're not this isn't, isn't in production. Um, but actually, this... And I would have said, Jason Momoa is not your guy. Mm. This footage looks okay. I, mean, he, I think you're probably going, he's not your guy because of how he looks now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he was a bit smaller back then. True. 2016 is when they shot this stuff. Mm. But also, I'm just such a fan of the original that I just can't see anyone other than Brandon Lee. Well, there's yeah. been a, quite a few people to play him, haven't they? Yeah, and they've all sucked. They've all sucked. played him. Yeah, but they're not, they're, they haven't played Eric Draven. They haven't played the same character. Oh, yeah, they've right. all just been cousins and, you know. All just... And they all merge into one for me. 
Yeah. Actually, I've only seen the first one. Yeah, the first one's the only one worth watching. Who was in the second one? Vincent As Perez. in who's the actor? Vincent Perez, yeah. I remember the movie. I just that wasn't a bad was. movie. It just yeah. wasn't as good. All right, Mia Kirshner's in it. Yeah. And Iggy Pop. Right. Yeah, that's right, Iggy Pop. Yeah, another crow. Mm, I don't know. Do we need him? No, we don't. No. Do we need more crows. We definitely don't need another crow, but there, and we also don't need another Highlander, and yet there is one. But <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. evidently the last the latest casting is that it's TV star and film enthusiast. Um, oh, fuck, I forget everyone's name. The fucking Witcher. Superman. <laughs> Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry Cavill. <laughs> Why, for the crow? No, no for, for Highlander. Highlander. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, at least he's British. He's not yeah, Scottish, but he's British. He's not French. He's not French. <laughs> and then have the most famous Scottish actor playing a Spanish yeah. Egyptian. <laughs> uh, Clancy Brown again. As yeah. Good old Clancy Brown. All right. So I've read this article a couple of times. Which article? Tim Sweeney says the quiet part out loud. Yes. And it comes up after. So Tim Sweeney. So Epic Games, they went out and sued Apple and yes. Google over their store practices. Yes. Because they've got a monopoly. Yes. But now he's saying there should be a monopoly that does it all for everyone. Yeah, I don't know whether they caught – I don't know how exactly this came about, but yes. So he was talking – Epic has been suing Apple and suing Google because they, you know, they've got a stranglehold on their particular, you know, mobile phone Which markets, is I guess. And- you know what I mean? Yeah, and then so they're saying, oh, you know, we should be able to to sell our stuff, sell our stuff know, on there, but not give the them any money or as much money. <laughs> yeah, and then so, but then he, I don't know if he actually meant to say this, but what he said is, right now, software ownership is fragmented between the iOS App Store, the Google Android Play Marketplace, different stores on Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and then the Microsoft Store and the Mac App Store. Epic is working with developers and service providers to create a system that would allow users to buy software in one place, knowing they'd have it on all devices and all platforms. See, so he's not trying to help got- anybody out. No. The, the goal of all this is just to make them even bigger monopoly over everything. The thing, the thing about this with the whole thing of like if you have that one store that then has to integrate with everything, yes, they're going to charge more because – it's more work because they have to make it integrate across every Apple, iPhone, Xbox, PlayStation, all those different operating yeah. systems. So they're going to charge more and there's a reason for it now. But then also when they say they're working with developers, developers don't care. <laughs> True. I want to sell this. Well, they might care. They might care now that they now that Tim Sweeney making- said this and now everyone's like, hang on a minute. I thought but you also- were just trying to... Trying to open things up, but, you just but by, you just want to make you the, the place. By everybody working has to buy with stuff service from. providers, does he mean suing Apple and Google? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say that's working with them. But then he, he also he, he he calls out Xbox, PlayStation, and the Switch. So obviously now everyone's like, wait, so are you going to sue them as well? Is that what this is? You're going to sue all of them to try and make you the you. The, the one store. I can sort of see what it is, but you can't have the one store. Yeah. Also, it's- a monopoly, by definition, you can't have two companies that are both a monopoly. monopoly. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. so- but by having the one store that services everyone, yes, exactly. that's a monopoly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, maybe he misspoke, but this certainly sounds like he's he's accidentally revealed that they're kind of just trying to get leverage to make themselves the the number one store for everything. Mm. The Amazon of digital content in a way. Look, I, I I can understand like you want to buy something and you just want to have it. You don't want to have to, I brought it here now, I want to play on that or yes. I want to watch it. I have to buy it on another thing. That I can sort of understand, but yeah. That. And he may not mean Epic would be the only place. I think maybe what he means Hopefully what he means is that you could just buy it on one of the platforms and you'd get it on all of them regardless of where you bought it. You could still buy it from Microsoft directly. You could buy it from Apple. You could buy it from Sony. But you've got your license and then you can now watch it on. Yeah. Kind of like that uh, Movies Anywhere service. 
that I've I've mentioned before. Mm. I don't know if you guys do you guys have it in Australia? Uh, I don't not think so. really. I, I, use it I had it for a couple of things. Now. I think Microsoft's already starting to try that. Like I can buy a movie or a television show yeah. on the Xbox that I can watch on Windows. Like it's yeah, already like, sort of Movies fair. anywhere, if, as long as they're participating, some studios still don't participate. But mm. if I buy a movie on iTunes, I get it on everything. So that's yeah. kind of... So if he's talking about that, that's good. If he's talking but about... But if he's talking about you have one store? Epic, mm-hmm. then that's not good. <laughs> oh, this website, Daring Fireball, he's, a, he's an Apple enthusiast. John Gruber, so he's yeah. obviously he, he's he's negative on the uh, on the whole. Epic and then thing. also, it could so. actually be that he's just cherry picking parts. Yeah, so, so grain of salt. An article, that, but it, just, well, it did so. make me laugh that I yeah don't know that Tim Sweeney either. I don't know that he meant to say that or that he meant for it to come out the way that it did. Mm. Oh, speaking of, because remember last week I was complaining about Star Trek Discovery mm-hmm. and yes. how. Paramount. You can't watch well, it. Paramount have now backflipped mm. oh. mm-hmm. and gone for places outside of America. You can still watch it. Oh, where? Oh, on, still on Netflix. Paramount Plus. Oh, on Netflix. Okay, on Netflix. I believe. Let me just double check that. I, yeah, I did read somewhere that they were going to make it available outside of, but I didn't save the article because that would have made sense. <laughs> Damn it! I've made it very easy for myself to save articles now because otherwise I'd do the same thing. I read a thing and I go, oh, that's interesting. And then I f- immediately forget about it. So I've, I've got all these little shortcuts set up so that if I read something on my phone, I can go whoop and it sends it somewhere where I can collect them all. Oh, yeah. It's on, um, yep, I can now watch it on, yeah, Paramount Plus. Okay. Which makes even less sense now that they were able to do that. It was scheduled to play on Netflix here. Yeah. And then when and then- it was taken over by Paramount Plus... It was no longer it was allowed to be thing. shown on I Netflix. Thought, yeah, which you would assume, oh, okay, so it's moving over to Paramount Plus, and they're like, oh, no, it's, yeah. it's also going to be geospecific to the United States, which is like, oh, okay, yeah. well, then why, why is why all the license take lapsed? it off? Because they yeah. actually brought out the license because it was meant to be on Star Trek. It was still meant to be on there till next year, but they mm. Paramount went out and paid, paid money to go, no, you don't have the license anymore. And I thought it may have just been something where it was because they paid out, they still weren't allowed to show it on their platform till next year or something, which... But no, it's here. I can watch a full episode right now. Hmm. I'm going to watch it now. Well, you should watch it. And then um, <laughs> Go on. I'll let you know how it is. It's, the first episode is 52 minutes. Okay. Right. Well, we'll, Madam, I just, we'll just pad this podcast out for another 52 minutes and then you can give your That'd review. That'd be great. Wait, the first episode is called Kobayashi Maru? Yeah, which is weird for season four, episode one. Fucking, what are they doing? Especially when they're in the future now. <sighs> well, they're, they're, they're more in the future. Because, mm. yeah, Star Trek is set in the future, but then they went to the future. It's probably it's probably From just the future. The episode will contain a no-win scenario of some sort, and somebody will try to undermine the scenario somehow. No, to find a- yeah, and, and turn the no-win yeah, exactly. Into a win scenario. Exactly. They'll cheat. That's what Kevin Kirk did. Anyway. I now want to go back and watch the Star Trek movies. You should. They're, they're fun. Good. Yeah, man. They are. Yeah. Well, the even number uh, ones anyway. We've got what, two nominees for Luke to consider for Geek of the Week this week. Oh, yeah. This one, you're going to have to sell them because I have... No idea who either of these people are. <laughs> All right, Matt, which one do you well, want? One of them's not a people, so <laughs> we'll stop you there. <laughs> well, the first one, this week, Stephen Sondheim has died. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I've the, been seeing his name pop up and people going, he's going to be missed, and I'm, I have you no don't idea who this know his is. name. You, you definitely know his work. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he, he wrote a bunch of musicals uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and did soundtracky stuff, but uh, you'd be familiar, I assume, with Sweeney Todd, Luke. I do like Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. He, well, he wrote I mean, that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, he did that Into the Woods Yeah, Musical Into the well. Woods is his too. Yeah. And then he was also a contributor to things like West Side Story and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other stuff that you would also definitely know. I know of West Side Story, but I don't know it. Well, Spielberg's done a remake, so you can watch that. Isn't that the one where they, like, they click at people? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> That's all I know of West Side Story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, he contributed quite a lot to uh, to you know musicals and whatnot. Yeah, and so. and, and also. Music for film, you know, he wrote yeah, he wrote the yeah, songs yeah. for the Dick Tracy movie from the nineties. If you remember that, obviously I do. That was not a good movie. So he's passed away at the age of ninety, yeah. I believe he was. Yeah, he was yeah, he's in his nineties. So I mean, he hasn't really done anything. No, he's not like a blockbuster star, but he's just well known and well loved. Yeah, mm. but no, but he hasn't done anything lately. So I mean, if you, I, I wasn't sure if I knew he was still alive. Put it that way. <laughs> Fair. He was yeah. one of them. <laughs> Um, the other the other death this week is Bart <laughs> the Bear, actor in many that's films. A, that's, a, that's a man named Bart the Bear, is it? A human? Uh, no, no, no. It's a bear named Bart. It's a bear, right. He's He plays the bear in 12 Monkeys. <laughs> he, he plays, plays the bear in a lot of the things. The bear in The Edge. <laughs> he plays the bear in Legends of the Fall. He plays mm. the bear alongside Steven Seagal in On Deadly Ground. <laughs> Um, As in Steven Seagal also played a bear? <laughs> yeah. He plays the Kodiak bear in the movie The Bear. Oh, a classic. <laughs> he, plays, he plays the bear in Clan of the Cave Bear, brackets, uncredited. I love this. There's two uncredited ones. That's fucking amazing. So he does get credited later in his career yes. when he was like... <laughs> When he, got, like the, when he got a name for himself. Yeah, he, he joined the SGA, got fucking credited. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I love this. He hasn't made a film since 1998, right? So for 20 years, he's just been a retired actor. See, he knew when it was time for him to retire. Listen, Ridley. <laughs> what? Again, another threat. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a tough choice for you, Luke. Um, he, he was in all three Homeward Bounds. And that's what I'm doing research. Did many animals die in that like they did in Milo and yeah. Otis? <laughs> did Bart the Bear commit suicide? That's um, so there's a, there's a French movie called Les Armantes de Rivière Rouge um, where he plays. Now, just, just to clarify, almost all the credits are just the bear, except for this yeah. one, which says... The bear attacking children and fighting with Eri Schweig. So very specific. Yeah. So th- th- there may have been another bear that was, was loving say, to okay, children was, yeah, and went out drinking things. with Eri. <laughs> In case you were confused about which bear he was, he was the one attacking the children. Which bear? Um, I think I'm going to have to give it to Stephen. Oh, all right. Bold choice. Well, well, I've, I like Sweeney Todd. I can't say I've seen anything that Bart was in. You haven't seen 12 really? Monkeys? Oh, yeah, but I don't remember there being a bear. I think when he's outside yeah. in the future, which is actually the present, yeah. he's, there's a bear yeah, he's that he has to avoid. And he, so, yeah, all the, there's a bunch of wildlife. Well, he was very unrememberable in... In it, so unrememberable, unrememberable. Um, let's play the jingle and let's hope that Stephen Sondheim thinks that this jingle is a you think he would have liked my work, a lovely piece of composition. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that would be a that would be a great compliment. Mm-hmm. If Stephen Sondheim had if he came back from, came back from the dead, yeah. be, oh, I loved your work on uh, Geek of the Week. Yeah, he's like Matt. I'm actually haunting you. Um, we get to choose one person to haunt, and I've chosen you just because I I wanted to come back and just say that I really liked Geek of the Week. <laughs> actually, Stephen, that's, no, I'm, not, I'm not the one singing on that. I think that's I think you find that's Dave. <laughs> I did write the music. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, 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 call it that. <laughs> call it music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Sondheim wrote Send in the Clowns, you know, that beautiful ballad. But, mm. you know, you and Dave collaborated on Geek of the Week. Steve, what did you think of uh, Crabs with a Cripple? Mm. Just curious. They kind of pinch a pinch 
Oh, there's been some Triple good crimes. Ones. Bit long. Mm. Bit long. <laughs> Triple crimes. But so good. What was the one that you did that was just, or was it Star Wars news that we only play a part of, but it actually it goes <laughs> for seven couple, minutes? There's a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the Cripple Files one is very long. Oh, Cripple Files. It was that. That was it. Because it's the whole opening <laughs> titles of the X-Files. But we're just going, Cripple, Crimes, Luke, 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 <laughs> for 10 minutes. And at the time, I thought it was funny, but then when you put it in context, it's too long. It goes for a very long time. Well, it was like when we used to do game segments and, and, and Dave wrote, guess that game, and it went for over a minute and he wanted <laughs> us to play it in its entirety every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that was impressive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to head over to the after party. Oh, did you get invited? Did you? Yeah. Did, did the after party is it invite only now? Oh shit! I've never lined up to get in anywhere. So yeah, normally I get a little uh, little invite, but this time, not. So maybe oh, I'll... this be awkward then. Can I sneak in under your coat, Luke? Perhaps. I, I was going in topless, so that makes it. I, weird. This was just an excuse to get under there anyway. I don't really. Mm. I'm, I'm actually sneaking in a dwarf um, who's going to be on my shoulders and we're going to have a big coat I'm around actually us. sneaking into a dwarf as we speak. <laughs> so. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.